Somalia's inflation rate ticks down, Namibia's economy advances, and we talk about sustainable investment and why debt stress on the continent poses a danger to it. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. Custodian banks in the African markets have evolved from being passive reactive players in the market to proactive and driving forces in market changes. As they evolve, they are faced with an ever-changing landscape in terms of investor behavior, technology and regulations. In this episode, we explore Africa's debt burden and the rising interest rates across the globe and their effects on custodial services. Tunde Thorpe, Head of Transactional Products and Services at Stanbic Bank Uganda, joins us for this episode. A large number of African countries are battling huge debt burdens, both on the domestic and international front. How much of a risk does this pose to custodial services on the continent? The extent of borrowing debt to GDP, all those indices, impacts the sovereign rating of a country. And the sovereign rating is a major determinant of where or not a lot of these portfolio investors invest or how to what extent they can also each firm has their own metrics to say if it's this kind of rating you can't invest more than x or you can't even invest at all so it's an important factor um but if you also take a look at comparison with some of our neighbors um, and other african countries kenya uh, from a debt to gdp ratio uganda is still sub 50 uh so 50 percent whereas we have the likes of you know kenya way above. So in the region, Uganda is not, you know, doing badly at all, coupled with the very liberal exchange uh, control environment where there's free flow of foreign exchange as you come. Those for me are two key factors that will influence the investment um, decision. So whereas you may have maybe good risk rating, if there's no um, availability or insufficient liquidity from foreign exchange perspective, it will still hamper investment decisions because then you go in and you can come out. Incidentally, I'm from Nigeria, so I'm speaking from experience. So I think it's an important um, factor. If you do think about it, you need to watch closely. I mean, Nigeria has benefited from debt relief in the past. Ghana has question marks today. Kenya is starting to go into new territories. So yes, it will be, you know, uh, a source of concern. Uh, But however, there needs to be a balanced view in all cases because for any, anyhow you look at it, Africa is still developing. Um, there's, if you look at Uganda, for example, we have oil coming, which will increase revenues in the future. I think for me, what's always more important, and I say to Africa, well, in my view for African countries, what are you using the debt to do? Is it for recurring expenditure or are you using for long-term infrastructure projects that will bring new value in the future? That's the big question for me. How much of an effect has the recent hike by the Fed Reserve Bank and the Bank of Europe had on custodial services? Well, the, the Fed rate and the BOE conversation is more about risk versus returns, right? Obviously, a lot of investors look to try to balance risk and return. From a risk perspective, Africa in general is considered higher risk than the, you know, the advanced countries. And if you think about it, when the rates were lower that side compared to Africa, when they compare the risk versus return, they think there's sufficient return to counter um, or to compensate um, for the risk. But I think over and above 
the natural market forces, which is price driven. Things like the services we offer, safe custody, um, service also increases that because imagine a global fund manager firm wanting to come into Uganda and there's no investor services or custodian services in the market. How do they go about it? So that just completely throws the risk chart, you know, off. Um, so at the end of the day, the investment decision is always based on risk reward perspective from experience manager, uh, market forces. Um, yes, the rates are going higher there, but you could argue that even our rates are going up. So it's also, um, you know, in a bid to, well, not in a bid, it's to manage the, the economy. But you may find that there may be some investors that still find that, okay, the, the increase in rates also compensates for some of the investment. It may just be a question of the balance in terms of the amount that they invest offshore versus, versus here. But the more important role that we play is to give that assurance, you know, that confidence that there are systems, there are processes, there are structures in the market that when they do decide to invest, then their assets are guaranteed and are kept safe. And you can't take that out of the equation if you want to continue to drive sustainable investments in the market. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The annual inflation rate in Somalia fell marginally to 7.6% in August of 2022 from a near 20-year high of 7.7% in the previous month amid a slight slowdown in prices of food and non-alcoholic beverages. Additionally, costs declined for the alcoholic beverages and tobacco, miscellaneous goods and services, clothing and footwear, furnishings and restaurants and hotels. On a monthly basis, consumer prices went down by 1.4%, reversing a 1.4% increase in the preceding month. The economy of Namibia advanced by 5.6% year-on-year in the second quarter of 2022, following an upwardly revised 6.5% rise in the previous period. It's the fifth consecutive quarter of expansion, mainly driven by key mining and querying sector, with the diamond mining sector contributing the most, about 53.7%, followed by metal ores at 26.4% and uranium at 3.7% subsectors. Solid growth was also recorded in the financial services activities, transport and storage and health, and hotels and restaurants. Meanwhile, output slowed markedly in manufacturing, agriculture and forestry, and information and communication, while it contracted in construction and public administration. The World Health Organization and the International Labour Organization have called for concrete actions to address mental health concerns in the working population. This after they found that an estimated 12 billion workdays are lost annually due to depression and anxiety, costing the global economy nearly one trillion US dollars. The organizations published two new publications. Today, the WHO guidelines on mental health at work and a derivative of the WHO ILO policy brief where they recommend actions to tackle risks to mental health, such as heavy workloads, negative behavior, and other factors that create distress at work. One of the recommendations made is manager training such that they can respond to workers in distress and also set a stress-free work environment. The new guidelines also recommend better ways to accommodate the need of workers with mental health conditions, propose interventions that support their return to work, and for those with severe mental health conditions, Provide interventions that facilitate entry, 
into paid employment. And a quick look at the market. The South African Johannesburg Stock Exchange or Share Index plunged nearly 2% to an over one-year low of 62,766, halting two consecutive sessions of gains, joining a global sell-off driven by mounting recession fears due to higher and faster interest rate hikes. Almost all sectors were trading in the red, led by resource-linked shares, financials and tech companies. Locally, load shading will continue until Thursday due to planned maintenance, units breaking and difficulty getting diesel to power its open psycho gas turbines. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at With The Dawn.